Hello and welcome to The Empire Strikes Back, a UK-based New York Yankee podcast. We've got a special episode tonight. We don't normally record on a Monday, but to celebrate such a momentous occasion as us celebrating through to a player, um, we're, we're joined uh, the end of the postseason. I'm Rob and I'm joined by Mr. Mark Blakemark. Good evening, Mark. How you doing, Rob? Good to see you. And I'm joined by Super Kevy Rooney. How are you, Kev? I'm feeling super, Rob, with a cape the lot. And I don't know, <laughs> I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm delighted we're doing this because we're hopefully everyone's going to get a chance to listen to this before the big matchup that we have. But we've got to spend a little bit of time revisiting the games that have been. Um, but we're coming to the end of a long season, and it's starting to like we're coming to the end of a long season. But thank yeah. God we're still in the conversation, and, and I'm sure we'll do podcasts later on the line about how happy we are that we're not New York Mets fans again, based on everything that's, <laughs> that's happened tonight. And that can be a general theme of, of, uh, of, of the summer, uh, the, the, uh, the off season for us. So that's, if we, if we just go back to where we've been, obviously I wasn't on with us last week, but this is something else, this team, how are you feeling just before we even talk about the games? How are you feeling about being a Yankees fan at the moment? Yeah. <laughs> Up, up and up and down like a yo-yo. Is that is that the? I don't know. It's it just is bizarre the way they can switch it on and switch it back off so quickly. Um, yeah, it's it's been a roller coaster of a season. I suppose is the best way to describe it. I, I would love to be feeling optimistic, but going into the game which we're going to talk about, you just don't know who's going to turn up. You know what Yankees I, is going to turn up. We should do a spoiler warning on this because anyone who's listened to any oh, of yeah. our previous episodes, uh, you know, uh, Kev might not be the most optimistic person <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> Spoilers, who saw that coming? Captain, spo- Captain Positive. <laughs> it's a bit of time for a bit of a rebrand. What about you, Mark? How are you feeling at the moment? Same as Kev, to be honest. You just don't know which side's going to turn up. We, we, last time we played the Red Sox, we were on the floor with them. Um, swept them at Fenway. We then go through a couple of games against Tampa where we look as though we, we're never yeah. going to get another hit for as long as we live. So I just don't know. We, we, we've got the capacity for being extraordinarily bad or will beat us, and we just don't know which side, which one of those is going to turn up. Well, well let's, let's go back and let's have a little look about how we've got here, and then maybe we can push on a little bit from there. So obviously uh, we've played... Uh, a fantastic series against the Toronto Blue Jays where there's there's the name of a pitcher that's going to come up that occasionally gets uh, attached to me of a man called Robbie Ray, which I think we're going to have to talk <laughs> about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 that at some point. How, how did you... Because for me, I felt with that series, the, the, the drop in the second game was a kicker. I just thought I just desperately... I just desperately wanted that game. And, and it could be... You, that was just this... That was this year. You knew it, there was no way these things are going to go according to plan, were they? Um, how, how did you feel that series went? What were your highlights? What did you what did you enjoy about it? Were you just pleased it was over and we came out with a with a positive ending? We recalled it after the first game when we'd we'd won the first game on the Tuesday, and that meant we were in pretty much pole position. Um, so I was feeling pretty good then. And we dropped the other one by the middle game by a run. The one crucial run, game yeah. in all of this, as it turns out, was the Thursday game. 
and winning that 162. That actually proved to be the critical one because it meant basically that our magic number against the Blue Jays was just one. A combination of us winning a game and them losing a game was just one. And we needed it because we, yeah, we did it, it by exactly we did it by exactly one. Yeah. So you look back and winning that game against the Blue Jays, which meant we were basically dorming against them, that was the the crucial one. The Mariners was always a long shot. As it happened, they lost two against the Angels. Um, so then basically the Uzz and Red Sox were always going to be the favourites. And as it turned out, that's the way that's the way it, it actually happened. So for me, the crucial game was the Thursday one. And that, that was the real one. Yeah, Torres was... Torres played quite well. Torres is doing quite well hitting. Have you seen that? It's like a 12, 13 game hit streak or something. Yeah, he, he seems so much happier back in second base. I think that looks like there's a big monkey off his back. And he's just mm. um he just seems to be playing his own game again. Um I, I think the sixth inning we blew that game wide open uh, with a few home runs and stuff like that. And it was, as you say, that one of the things that's kind of been a little bit frustrating at times, and, and we've seen that in the, the last series as well, we seem to give ourselves a lot to do and then we're chasing the game later on. We're trying to get ourselves back in the game. Um, and it was good in that one to kind of blow it open a bit and give ourselves a little bit of breathing space. But it was a good series that it was a it was an enjoyable series i think it was um there was a lot to to be positive about from a yankees point of view yeah we dropped the second game which was frustrating um and gave us a bit more to do but i think the worry that we had was obviously toronto and uh, boston had pretty easy series coming up after it and we knew we were playing the rays who let's be honest they are a very very good team this year um as much as it pains me to no, say yeah, it, it does but they are a good team uh and yeah it just you knew that we were going to have a tough series even though they had everything wrapped up and they were only playing for pride they absolutely detest us and they were never going to make it easy for us at all so yeah i, I agree i think you're spot on mark i think that was so important to win that well we know it was so important but even at the time it felt like a big win um i didn't quite expect us to to get pummeled the way we did um was it saturday's game oh saturday was just yeah. awful that Thanks. was the dreadful games to see no yeah thankfully i was um i was at my mate had a little mini beer festival at his house uh in his garden and i was drinking extremely strong Oktoberfest beer so i don't remember a single bit of it so <laughs> <laughs> i think no, I, I, small I, mercy I made the right choice yeah. actually yeah. <laughs> I think I think anyone who watched it would have rather just drink themselves into oblivion from that one. I mean, I I felt that because obviously the Robbie Ray situation comes up and the Cy Young, and actually Robbie Ray's uh, pitched admirably this year, and I just it's like if Jack was on, I'd be getting dogs abuse about the Robbie Ray thing. But that was <laughs> a, that that was a solid inning of, of I mean, you basically destroyed a guy in in one inning. It, it, it pitched relatively well up to that point from what I, from everything I'd seen. Um, but the relief, I'm, uh, that was the first time this year I felt a genuine sense of relief. But there was still a hint of, we've got to do something against these Tampa Bay Rays. There's just, it, it felt like, it, although, although it was always in our destiny, because it was a thing that made made the difference that pushed us in, in, into that pole position. This team, it just it just makes me unbelievably nervous. And, and, and I have to ask, so where are you then? Uh, and we're going to Tampa Bay in a moment. Is the AL East the best 
division in baseball. If you think about the number of candidates that are in the mix, the and you look at the number. Well. Of, when you look at yeah. you look at the number of wins that, that you know that they're in the team. Where where does the ALE stand in that conversation? Yeah, I mean, the NL West is absolutely loaded as well, but without a doubt, the AL East, for many, many years, um, the AL East was just the beast league. It was the top division, and it kind of lost its way a bit for many years, but there is no doubt about it. I mean, the numbers kind of stack up. I think if you look at the NL West, if you this, uh, the Giants on 107 wins, Dodgers on 106, and the Padres, who we all expected to be excellent this season, kind of tanked a bit for the... the this, you know the quality they have, it never quite worked out for them. But uh, 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 there's an argument to be made, without a doubt. I mean, to you know, all three teams, you know, 91, 92, 92, and 100 wins. Um, just Baltimore who suck. So yeah, definitely. So you, you know, I like my trivia. So let me ask you a question. Oh, no, here we when go. was oh, the last man. time the AL East had four 90-win teams? Right, can I just 2003. Nope. That was an absolute guess. I've no idea. Go on, put your last question. I just how do you have this in your pocket? How do you how do you have this? <laughs> Some bombs. So, just, oh, <laughs> so the answer is nineteen seventy eight. The year I when, was born. When actually there were seven teams in the air, at least. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yes, I like that, Mark. We were, the AL East then contained the Milwaukee Brewers, believe it or not. Yeah. So, well. so yeah, nineteen seventy eight. So yeah, I think the, because of that, the AL East is is way up there. Having said that, you've got to feel a bit sorry for the Dodgers who win one hundred and six games and only make a wild card. Yeah, so, that's insane. And you can yeah, see them losing as the Cardinals as well. And you know, <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, at the start of the season, I don't think anybody tipped the Giants to win that division. No. Unbelievable no what they've achieved no this way. season. No way, no way. No way with the Giants anywhere near that conversation. It was always going to be Dodgers Padres all the way yes. through to the, to the end. All the yeah. way through. Crazy. So, yes, okay. the AL East is the best, if not the second best division in all of baseball. Yes. Yeah, I do agree with that. Must I think, I mean, it's a phenomenal. And in a way, I don't actually feel sorry for them, but when you look at Toronto and having to play them games um, over the border, definitely seem to affect them. If you look at their home record since they went back to Toronto, you kind of got to have a little bit of sympathy for them that they were forced with the whole COVID issue to play there because you think they would probably have had a few more wins at home had they not had they been playing in the Sky Dome or Rogers Centre, whatever you want to call it these days. So, yeah, they, they've had a bit of a disadvantage at that that the other teams haven't really had to, to put up with, so... And the Blue Jays are the best best run differential in the East. Really? I think even maybe not maybe not quite as good as the Rays, but certainly the, the best of Boston and New York, the best in Boston and New York as well. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're definitely building something good there, no doubt about it. I think I think the AL East is going to be something for a few yeah. years to come. Now this is going to be, and and I think we will need to have conversations over the off season yeah. about how the hell the Yankees are going to respond to that because if they don't make those changes, then we're in for a. Uh, winter of discontent <laughs> over, I, over that period. I seen someone, I, th- I think it might have been on the Facebook group or the um or the chat group that I may not have been there. I read it today anyway on something. I was reading something and they were saying that Tampa Bay have five first round draft pick pitchers 
Mark, I'm looking at you here. Um, if so, that is some amazing recruitment that they've put together to build that staff. I think they've traded for some of them. But yeah, I mean, oh, oh, I guess what I mean, recruitment, be it as in, you know, bring them through their farm or trading for them. But that is it's pretty impressive if they have. And you can see how they're able to build a club that's so successful or build a team, sorry, so successful if they work that way. Yeah, I mean, if they've, they've, they've got some kind of devil magic going on there for certain. Um, <laughs> how they, no, yes. no, no pun intended, um, for, for how they produce the, this kind of team. But for the payroll they've got, what they do, absolute yeah. hats off to them. Yeah, I know we've said it before, but I think if the Yankees want to be like the Rays, they need to go and employ that front office. Maybe not that exact front office, but go and employ that type of people to, to build an organisation that way because it's they definitely are brilliant at what they do. Um, they seem to just find pitchers all the time, don't they, over the years? They just always seem to find quality pitching. Interestingly enough, when you were talking about the run differential, the Rays were just slightly ahead of Toronto. Yeah. Um, so t- Toronto were plus eight, 183, Rays were plus 206, and Baltimore were minus 297. <laughs> and yet if they hadn't played us so much, I mean, you know, that, that's just it. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we gave we, them an we, easy we, time. We, we, we've helped them out this year. So while we're talking about the Rays, come on, let, let's get on with this. Let, 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 let's see these 162 games out now then, if we can. Um, Friday night, Nesta Cortez, um, against against these guys, and this is where, if I remember right, this just looking at that was a th- it was a loss, was it by one run, wasn't it? It was, a it was three, yeah. Three for, yeah. It was four, wasn't it? Um, how did you did you watch this game? I mean, I I, I caught up with it the next day. I must confess, um, I'm the same. But the same. it was one of those. I was watching it back. Yeah, um, it was just it was one of those. I was thinking. I, I was very nervous. I wouldn't say nervy, but I wasn't confident about this series, knowing that we had to. Because these guys, the one thing Tampa have got, and I, we'll talk about it towards the end, is that they've got attitude and hatred of us. They were never, ever not going to be up for the. They've got every right to not be up for this series. They've got every right to, to sit yeah. back and just let it happen. They don't owe me anything. And, but you knew against us, this was not going to play out that way. And this was the first example of that for me on, on Friday night. Uh, yeah. had to, no, so I was going to say, they were always going to play hard. They, they just were. It was, they just dislike us and we dislike them. And it's, it, they, they, you're just never going to give the team an easy ride like that. Um, I do think a lot of pressure was off them, but they're still such a good team. But yeah, I think the early home run, we kind of put a bit of nerves in us. Um, we kind of got one back, but we just left ourselves a wee bit too much to do in that ninth inning. Um, mm. uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't know what more to say. It was frustrating. I think we had opportunities, um, never, never sort of capitalised on them. So yeah, that's pretty much how I seen it. We pitching wasn't terrible. I think the pitching did mostly a decent job um, until our old friend, Herman, wasn't it in the night? <laughs> yeah, big big fan, big fan. <laughs> yeah, lovely guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, where, where where are you on Nelson Cruz? Because for me, I look, I look at Nelson Cruz and there's part of me that goes, I I've just got, and now he's playing for Tampa, it certainly helps. 
There's just something about the guy. I, I don't know if he's sinister. Is he just the way he looks? Does he just look like a Bond villain? I don't know what it is. You can tell what I've been doing over the weekend. He, 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 <laughs> he, yeah, he, he can play. I mean, he could, would, is he the sort of player you would like in your team? Because he just, when, when, it, when he, when he mashed that one, I was just like, yeah, that's, that's, that's the sort of thing you like to see a, you know, a judge do. You like to see a, a Stanton do. The guy's all power, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's a professional hitter now, so I mean, yeah. he's he's complete DH and has been for a few years. Even when he did play in the field, he wasn't that good. So That's right. he's he's proven it over the years. He keeps thinking he's going to drop off, and he doesn't. Over he's forty-one a lot of years. Now. Yeah, I was going to say a lot of years. He's... Well, if he comes back next year, I don't know. But you know, he's forty-one. Must be getting towards retirement. I don't know, but he can still hit and still play. I think I think it was a good move by the race, to be honest. Yeah, to pick him up, big time. He's been around forever. It feels like, and as you say, you keep thinking, is he coming towards the end? But then he just keeps producing. Although he's a full-time DH, he, he's, he's productive. Um, yeah. Okay, so do we want to talk briefly about the, the one afterwards, the game afterwards? The, the, sp- the spanking? The, sat- the Saturday night massacre, which it, was just wretched. Go on, Mark, over to you. Buddy. It was just awful. I mean, to be fair, the, the Rays couldn't do much wrong. They got every bloop hit going, yeah. every thing rolling down the line for you know for an infield single. We didn't help ourselves. We made errors. It was it was just one of those games, and I think I joined it when it was like six two, and it rapidly extended into. Got going around 10 to 20, ended up 12 to, but it was just a dreadful game. And the the, the incident that stuck in my core a little bit, I don't know if you saw, it was in the eighth when uh, Gleyber Torres was batting and he got a, a third strike, but it went to the backstop. And he could have made it to first base, but he kind of ambled along and then he mm-hmm. decided at the end to make it to, to try and run for it. And he didn't make it, and he got booed, and rightly so. There's talk that he could have been benched for that, to be honest. Um, yeah, you have to show it, hustle. You got to show hustle, even if you're 12 2 down, you sort of yeah. show hustle. And you know, he, he's kind of ambling to first base, then running, and then ambling at the end. And it just wasn't a good look at all. And he yeah. got a good bollocking, and he got a good bollocking for it, didn't he? Uh, Who found though? That the was crowd, crazy. yes. No, from, from Judge and Gardner. When he, uh, yeah, he when he, when he when he went when he came back, he got because you could see them having him in the uh, yeah in the dugout. You could uh, they were having a word with him about it, uh, and that was quite refreshing to see because we were talking about this captaincy sort of stuff, and that was that was a big feature over over the following day that the the one benefit to come out of it was that actually they showed a bit of fight there, the sort of thing where yeah. they're holding each other accountable. You want to see them when they're doing the thing, you know, with Torres when they did the camera and all that, but you also want to see that accountability, which is normally. I assume held in the dressing room. It's not. It's not happening in the in the in the dugout. But that was. I mean, it was just. It was just painful. I started that one off. I thought, oh, Saturday night. Here we go. I've been. I've been to watch the mighty Geisley in the FA Cup. Uh, I had it. I had it on my iPad. We had a movie on. I thought we'd go and have a good night's baseball. And then I was just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> just can't believe this. You yeah. Know, it was, it was, I was really. And 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 I was because I thought I thought they owed Monty. I thought, oh, Monty, this Monty needs some run support. This is Monty's night. He's going to get some run support. And yeah. it all just unraveled quicker than ever you can imagine. Yeah, Gumby was giving up a lot. Of, he was chased quite early as well. But oh, yeah, just, yeah. Just one yeah. of them games. It's just nothing goes your way. It An absolute blowout at probably the worst point you can imagine. Um, because what you really worry was that that was going to suck the life out of us going into 
um, last night's game, so that that was a big concern for me. Um, when I woke up with a sore head on Sunday morning, <laughs> went, oh geez, yeah, strangely dehydrated. Yeah, yes. no, it was. Uh, <laughs> so that, so let's go into last night's game. I was talking about before we before we started recording because I was watching images of of the Rays doing extra infield drills uh, just before taking us on in this third game, and that's what I thought to myself. Hang on, here we go. They really yeah. they want to finish us off. Yeah, they this want, is yeah. nailing this is nailing the coffin. Um, and it was a very tense, and I was dipping in and out of it, I must admit, because I could I'm not very good with tension. I'm I don't like <laughs> tennis for the you know, so, sometimes I just need to I d I d I don't need this stuff on a on a Sunday night. I've uh, I've got school in the morning. I I had I like a nice last of the summer wine and an antiques roadshow. Uh and 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 it was <laughs> it was absolutely absolutely in my head. In. Um what was your impression of the game? What did you see? Did you catch up with the next day? Did you watch the whole thing? And why can't the Yankees hit in that game until until the ninth? Yeah, so I was um I was watched the game from the start, but I could not keep my eyes open. And I think I got to about the eighth. I was just so tired. And I was lying watching it on my phone. I watched the last couple of innings I watched on my phone. First thing I have to say is Gio or Shell, I take a bow. What a play. What a play. It was just phenomenal. See, as you've seen him running for it, it, it was just shades of the Jeter one when he jumped into the, the stand against Boston. But the distance he's travelled there, and you could kind of see as he was catching the ball, you're like, oh no, he's going right down that staircase. It was as if it was in slow motion. And uh, to be fair to the Rays, the Rays guys on the bench, they jumped up to help him straight away. And uh, I think Sanchez jumped right into the dugout as well. But the game was just, as you say, absolute tension. Um, Tyon, Tyon actually, they were suggesting he was only going to go a couple of innings. And he actually went a bit deeper. He got himself in a couple of jams, but got himself out of it quite confidently. But Peralta, when he came in, was just like... He was so up for it. it was oh, but he, he, got, he looked nervous, I thought. And he got himself in that. He got himself in a pretty nasty jam, and I thought, "Oh no, he, this, this is going to fall apart here." Uh, was that a pop up he got? He was, yeah, he was. He was inside his own. He was inside his own head, big style. He was. Oh, just, you uh, could see everything the camera and on him. I thought he looked like he was shaking at one point and everything, and you were like, "This is properly tense." And then they were kind of talking about the other the other scoreboard, and like obviously the scores in the other game coming up and stuff. And you were like, "I just, I it was just." Do you know what? It was proper edge of your seat stuff and I kept feeling the worst and I know I'm captain negative and that but there was points in the game I just thought this this is getting away from us but as you say the bats just I don't know they were unfortunate a couple of them but they just looked yeah like we were unlikely to get a hit or not get a hit but do enough in the game to kind of get a run in so I, I wasn't confident when I went to sleep I thought I was going to wake up and find um, we were in a playoff against um Hunter. Toronto, sorry, yeah, Toronto, because I knew uh, Seattle were getting beat, yeah. I think for me, it was just great theatre last night. Um, the whole circumstance where there was still a possibility of a four-way tie. Yeah. Toronto jumped out early, so you knew they were going to win. Um, Boston I, were getting beat, actually. Boston were getting beat at one yeah. time, then pulled it back to 5-5, eventually won with Rafael Diva's home run. He's a good player. Oh, he's a good player. Yeah, he's a good player, yeah. Um, but I just think that the whole theatre, that catch, that's probably the bravest play that I've ever seen. Yeah. Because 
you know, he ran 126 feet and he knew he was going to go in the dugout and he kind of stumbled just before it. So we went in, didn't go in very well. (laughs) And oh boy, what a play. Did did you see going in afterwards, Angel Hernandez also? (laughs) Yeah, he (laughs) fell over, didn't he? That's that's why I wanted to refer to him because I'm sure he he, he likes the final word and I'm sure he was trying to steal his thunder there. He was like, (laughs) right, he's just just gone in face first. I'm going to do the full somersault over over the top in there. It was was just... Sanchez went in as well, didn't he? Sanchez (laughs) jumped in. But I thought that's... that's, that's, um... That's sticking to your task well for an umpire, you know. That's just, I'll throw myself in there as well. It is. He's still yeah. growing, but um, he is, yeah. But, but oh my goodness me, what a play! That was just absolutely gripping, and you could you could tell from everything you'd see. You talk about Peralta, you talked about all the pitches. Everybody was up for that game. They all really wanted it. And don't anybody ever say that it doesn't matter to the players. That game mattered to each of those players oh, did, yeah. without a shadow of a doubt. Um, you know, Rizzo's got in a World Series ring, you know, he joined us halfway through. He is so up for this, yeah. You know, and he, he's he's having a time, he's having a great time. Whether we're the next season, I don't know, but the moment he's having a great time and he's an integral part of that clubhouse, and yeah, he was instrumental in the ninth. I, I just thought, what a game, you know, any kind of nil nil game pitching battle. It's, it's pure theatre. One thing I would say is I thought the game was excellently managed. I thought the pitching changes were spot on. Yeah. Each and every time he got it, the, the boom got it exactly right. And each pitcher came in who you think on their day can do a good job, did their job. And they did, you had just about the right time. You know, they, they, they pulled Peralta out when he was starting like look a bit shaky you know there was a lot of bend but not break mentality but I just thought overall the game was very very well managed yeah I, th- I think it was at one point they got quite a fluky hit they come off was it one that come off the end of the guy's bat and Gallo actually did well he came in and managed to, to keep it um get the ball to second to stop hmm. stop it I, I just thought yeah at, at that point I thought oh, that's going to unwind on us here but there were some ballsy pitches to get us out of it, you know, and I think, like, there's just times in the game, it was just the pure relief of the out, or I think the one Adore caught as well, out in the sort of foul territory, just that, just the feeling, the relief when he caught that ball, because I just thought to myself, we go behind this game, I I just don't see his pulling it back. I just couldn't my, see my, it. My, my worry is you see you see Peralta and I'm like oh and then Kay Holmes I, I quite like Kay Holmes I like Holmes actually. as well I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of his work but then you don't know what Chad Green you're going to get you That's you right. do not know what Chad Green you're going to get and we get a good Chad Green and then Luizago for Isaac me go, yeah. I just thought Luizago when he came in I just thought he looked absolutely fantastic I feel said, confident what, what man. yeah it's great great picture really great, yeah. great picture and I'm amazed, you know, bearing in mind that he was going to be a starter, you, you think to yourself, what's this guy going to be in a few years' time, actually? Because if you can play in that scenario, in that game, and pitch like that, and I know that a lot of sports stars, they say, as long as I'm out there playing, I'm okay, I don't get the nerves. I think Peralta showed that, and understandably so, it was it was absolutely yeah. huge. But I thought Lou Isaacer was absolutely... I watched it again this morning when I was in a meeting. Sorry, apologies to anyone <laughs> listening in that meeting with me. Uh, <laughs> Um, but I just, I, I was just watching him, thinking, "You are, you are something else, mate. You are a hell of a, hell of a player." Yeah. But and and the thing is, 
how can we get away with that? Because you think to yourself, there's got to be some damn run support. There's got to be some damn... And, and it was there was nothing, absolutely yeah. nothing until the very end. And that palpable sense of relief was was absolutely fantastic because um, there's been a lot of talk. Is, is Judge a clutch hitter? I think this year, yeah, no, it leaves that no one can say that anymore. You know, uh, Rizzo was looking fantastic. You know, did, did well, and even I, as, a, as as someone who hasn't got any Tyler Wade t-shirts, and we talk about where he's just yeah. in there for his speed. Well, thank God he is in there for his speed because yeah. his, his speed it, it, was absolutely lightning. I've I've taken Wade to my heart this season. I think he's um I think he's proven he's got a place at the Yankees. I really do. I think he's came in, he's been much maligned, mostly by Rob, but no, he has been much maligned with, with Yankees fans. And I think he's, I think he's shut a few people up this year. He's proven, I mean, he's not, he's no superstar. He's a squad filler, if you like, but he's useful. You know, he's, he's versatile in quite a few positions. He's fast. His bat's been decent. Not great, but it's been, it's been decent. So, yeah. So getting him to third. I thought was absolutely you know, yeah. that that's where you need it because then you've got a chance. Yeah, you know then you've got a chance. Yeah. And it, you can easily, as well. yeah. yeah, you can easily talk about judges and stuff like that. But Rizzo getting him into that position, Massive. I thought was just massively yeah, important. I agree, massively yeah. important. Um and, and shouldn't be underestimated. Uh but we did it and, and seeing the uh, the joy and hearing Kenny Singleton's last oh, game. Kenny and, Singleton, man. But did you hear his did you hear his speech when he, he announced? Oh my God! I, don't, I was wailing up. It's, I didn't uh, I actually miss that. The, oh, you, yeah, you, the, it was the first game. It was the first game yeah. of the series. He announced it. Yeah, he announced yeah. it Sunday. But he kind of was thanking everybody. And he was going through and thanking, thanking George Steinbrenner for bringing him in from another organisation and stuff like that, and going through everybody. And then he kind of he held it all together. And then he started saying to Michael K, and he just choked up as he was saying to Michael K, like. It's been great being beside you. You're one of my best mates and all that. And it was it was quite emotional. I'm going to miss the big guy. I, I love his. I just love the way the way you know he talks about a game and stuff like that. And uh, but yeah, he's been he's been winding down. He um, has a little bit disappointed not to hear a mention of his favourite UK-based New York Yankees podcast. You know when he yeah. was you know, when he's looking for insight and inspiration from us. I, I just <laughs> I just I just I sat there listening to the speech going. Uh, we're probably going to be the last thing they mentioned. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll get his own number. Get out of there. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't obviously he forgets. He's an older gentleman now. He's he seventy-four. Old, so yeah. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know that could okay. be the only reason. <laughs> if you ha- if you haven't ever listened to the R two C two ones, I think he's done two of them now. An absolute brilliant listen. Just a, a, a proper good guy. Um, had a great playing career, and I think he's been great to listen to over the years. And I think he, he tried to tried to leave a few well tried to retire sorry a few years ago and they talked him into reducing his schedule to keep him going but i think michael k said i don't think i'm going to talk you out of this year but i'll try all winter but i think i think your decision's made so yeah it's a shame i do like him but yeah on the moan zone a lot of people don't like o'neill and they don't like cone i personally do i i I really like that stuff but there is something. Like there David is some... I like. I like both of them. I like. I think, I, think, yeah. I, think they're, I think they're fabulous. But there is something about Ken, Ken Singleton that when he's, he's just talking, it's just like a, it's like Buck O'Neill in the documentary. Oh, you know, it's just like this. It's, it's, it's like oh. this warm blanket of this is this is this is this is excellent. Um, but then again, I do enjoy Paul O'Neill's kind of really hype it. You know, and, yeah. and, and David Coe's knowledge. I, I he will be missed. 
Um, but there we go. I mean, it's not like there's not some really talented guys to come in. So yeah. good, good luck to, to Ken or whatever he does. And I'm sure he, he'll be emailing it about this wonderful podcast and apologising for getting in. Uh, yeah, Kenny, get it sorted. <laughs> so it le- leaves us with one game to go. We celebrate oh. the postseason. The champagne was out. I'm still not sure that is it champagne, but but there you go. It's 162 games. You know, it's up to them. They need to let off the steam. Firstly, are you happier that it's at Fenway, or would you prefer it at Yankee Stadium? I'd rather and be Yankee. How do you see it goes? No, and and how do you see it going? One thing I'm glad of is that it's. On at one o'clock in the morning, I can't watch it. Believe it or not, I'm, yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually genuinely. I don't think I could handle it. It's uh, the thought of losing out to them, giving them a kind of Bucky Dent moment. I just ah, uh, it kills me to think of it. The good news is we've just come off a three-game stand there where we were pretty dominant of them. It'd be nice to see Stanton hitting some balls over that DraftKings sign and into the street, but. I just don't, I think this game's going to be incredibly tense. I'm assuming Cole's going to be on the mound versus Ovaldi, I think it is. Yeah, Nate Ovaldi, yeah. So that adds another dimension for, I know we owned Ovaldi the last time we played him, but he's got an extra little, what's the word? Well, you know what I mean? He's got that extra yeah. little edge to it that he could take the Yankees out when we let him go. <sighs> I don't. I honestly don't know. I would rather it was at Yankee Stadium, to be honest. I think it'd be better for us if it was at Yankee Stadium. Um, I don't think it being at Fenway is a massive... I don't think it's a massive advantage to them, if you like. Um, but I, I really don't know how it's going to go. As we said earlier, what Yankees is going to turn up? Are the bats going to turn up? Or are they going to stay stone cold? I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm a bit worried about going at Cole. Because he wasn't good last Thursday against the Blue Jays, um, and in fact, I'm, I'm worried he's still bothered because he, he got a bit injured, didn't he? He had so, to come out come out one game. I think maybe yeah. he's still carrying something, so I'm a bit concerned about that. I'd rather it was at Yankee Stadium, for obvious reasons, home crowd advantage, etc. Albeit last time we played at Boston, there seemed to be quite a lot of cheers for the Yankees when when they scored. So I think we'll win. I'm pretty confident we will. Uh, and I think we've got the team who can do it if the bats turn up. Um, we we showed we could get to Ivaldi last time. So I, I, I'm feeling relatively confident that we can put, take this one down. Well, relatively, not completely. There's a guy who used to work for Bronx Pinstripes. He was their librarian and he runs some stuff. He's on Twitter, Yankee Librarian. He's, he's quite a good value. Um, and he's tweeted, I already know how the wild card game will go tomorrow. One, Avaldi shoves. Two, Red Sox take an early lead but don't pull away. Three, Higashioka hits a back-breaking home run sometime after the seventh. Four, Chapman nearly blows it. Five Yankees win by one run, <laughs> and yeah. I thought to myself, "Well, no, that could that, that could, I can see that pretty much." I mean, we, those... we should sort of probably mention that it's a little bit of a blow we've lost Lemehu. Yep. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, I mean, that's that's not what we wanted, and it is kind of starting to look a little bit lean in the in the infield. Who do we think is going to be the hero then if we are going to win it? Brett Gardner. Hero. 
Yeah, who's going to be the hero for the Yankees if we do win it? Fairy tale stuff for Brett Gardner. You think it'll be the Judge Stanton show? I, I think I think Stanton is going to. I think Stanton likes it there. Um, I think it just feels like a a, a a Stanton game for me. It does, but it could. Of course, it could easily not be based on on what. It, it's been. Um, I hope for Chris's sake that Gallo has a has an amazing game and, and, <laughs> and comes out of it really really well. But I can I can I can see I can see it being one run. I can see it being one run. Yeah. I can see it being in the eighth. I can see it being very twitchy bum in the ninth and almost like oh. two of them getting on and somehow getting on. You know, it's just, there's no there's no way this this season isn't going to torture us. Right, maybe even go to a tenth or eleventh. There's just no way that this is going to happen this season in a in a smooth fashion. It it has to just take that extra little bit, extra couple of weeks off our lives, you know, this year. And I think that's what it's going to so be. One one run, one run get into the ninth. Do you pitch Chappy or not? Yes, you have to. And actually, he's pitching okay at the moment. Yeah. So. You're gonna pitch. You're gonna pitch Chapman. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kev does have a point, but so does Mark. This is a tricky one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the fence a little bit with it. I really am. But are you are you, are you sitting comfortable while he's doing it? No, you're not. No, but... it's just uh, as I say. Uh, actually, knowing how long Yankees Red Sox games sometimes take, I possibly could see that inning when I wake up, but. I'm just glad I can't stay up for these games anymore. It's just, it's just, it's just not an option for me anymore. So I just don't think I could handle watching this. I really don't. Any other team, it would still be tense, but losing to them is just. Oh. This will be one of these nights where I'll go to bed and go. I'm just going to wake up in the morning, and then at about two a.m. You wake up. Uh, I'll, I'll wake up and go. Oh, I'm just going to go and check. Your mind will be going well. crazy all night, won't it? It will be. So I won't be able, I won't be able to settle, and, and my wife will be like going, seriously, what what are you doing? Uh, as, as you know, as you can imagine, the size of me and the sound of me trying to do anything quietly in the house as I try and sneak downstairs <laughs> to watch the baseball with symbols between my knees and a harmonica up my nose. You know what I mean? I think that's it. <laughs> <sighs> um, I just hope we have a big kind of opening couple of innings and really just get a few runs on the board, settle the nerves, and then take it from there. Um, I don't really fancy going behind, although we've actually been pretty good at coming back from behind in a lot of games this season. I'd rather we didn't do it that way. Um, or, yeah, are we going to have this sort of Bucky Dent, Aaron Bin type moment? Are we going to get one of them, or is it going to be, you know, are we going to be behind and somebody comes up big to win it? Or I think if, if, if Cole... Does turn up, you'll have to prize him out of there with a with a hammer or something to get yeah. him off the mound because he's in no way he's going to want to give that ball up. Yeah, um, if it's close, he'll he'll pitch and pitch and pitch. The the thing I suppose the thing that is a bit of a bonus here is that the way it all worked out last night and winning that game means we only have this one game set because you potentially could have had. A first game yep. against them and then going into this with another pitcher, so I suppose that's a, a bonus. When does it when does the real stuff start? Is that Thursday? Friday first. Yeah. Friday for us if we if we get there. 
You said that confidently. I think that's thing about. Like that. No, hold on. I might be wrong about Thursday. No, I just mean you <laughs> say that confidently that eyes are going to be there. I like that. I think I think we'll do it. No, I do. Yeah, I, I, think, I, 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 I think one of the things I like about Cole is if he's not pitching well, he's got the ability to understand that he hasn't got a couple of his pitches and then he'll find his way around to something else. I think I think the bullpen is going to be absolutely massive, and this is where the Chad Green fears. If you ever have a Chad Green fear, it's going to be on a game like this, you know. And I yeah. think, uh, but but that's the joy of this team. We can make predictions, and as we've seen, that they are all essentially utter nonsense because you you cannot predict anything just, or, or what this team is going to yeah. be like. There's just no rhyme or rhythm to the way things go. It's yeah, yeah. It's Thursday, actually, not Friday, but it will come. So. I I'm not disappointed as at Fenway. I'm not disappointed as a fan, mate. Uh, I think so, you know. I think that's going to be uh, important because I think there were, there was a lot of Yankee noise in there last time. I think sometimes the the bouncing. If you've got a, a series of games and Yankee stadiums include, I think that's different. I think they need this year. They need to fill the backs against the wall. They need that. I think they're a team that sometimes at home feels a bit comfortable, and I think having a crowd against them at Fenway may may well bring out the best in them. That's what I'm hoping. That's based on absolutely no empirical scientific data whatsoever. It just, <laughs> yeah. It's just a feeling for yeah. me that I think sometimes the number of times I've watched this play at home and the bats have been cold and you assume that they wouldn't be cold in a game like this, but you just can't guarantee it. And I'm kind of hoping that Fenway factor will work, work for us. So here's a question. Well, it's, not trivia, it's not a trivia question. No, though, I don't it? do a trivia. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, DH. Mm-hmm. So do, do does Gardy start? Does Gardy start? I think they will start with Gardner. Yeah, I think they will start with Gardner. Even so, though we, even though we feel that Stanton tends to be more productive when he's actually on the field. But I, think, I do agree. I think they will. I think they will, and then start then start Stanton DH. Yeah, Higashioka catching and Sanchez to come in as the backup catcher. And obviously Voigt's Voigt's out now. So that's yeah, and uh, and with DJ out, I suppose, do we go with Adora at third base or do you think Tyler Wade or Adora? Adora, I think so as well, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, be Adora. I think I think I think the lineup's gonna be pretty much settled. I think it's 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 all about um running out of options now and yeah. just putting and, and and it's that next man up thing that we've used time and time again. I think that's I think Odor at third has actually done a pretty pretty solid job for me actually. Been, yeah, he has know, been pretty decent. He's it's just you wonder I take it or shell and never had any after effects because he was limping quite badly when he came out, but he stayed in the game. I take it he was all right. And you can guarantee that while we're recording this, Brian Hoke will release something <laughs> where it says that <laughs> you know, it's just the way this year has gone. That although he played out the game, Oshella has actually broken his kneecap or something like that. Um, I, I just, it just came to me there because I haven't heard anything. I certainly haven't read anything today, but he was limping quite badly when he came out. But of course, as I say, he did stay in the game. Um, Ground into a double play at one point as well, didn't he? Or was that, that before? He... That was... Did I mean, he did come out in the ninth. I mean, he yeah. certainly looked. He looked as a. He should have come out because he was when he hit. He hit a ground ball after the injury, and he was kind of limping. So he's That's trying right. to run the ball out. So he didn't look in good shape. I, I hope he's okay. 
Because then, then your option is Tyler Wade at short. Yep. Or Velasquez back up to play short. Imagine, yeah. imagine Velasquez came back up to play short, and the boy from the Bronx got the winning run. I think they'll go with Wade, giving his right hander on the mound. But yeah, I suppose there's a fairy tale for you though. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I just okay. hope we get it done. I really do. So let's have some predictions then, chaps. Can you not 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 just the results? I want I want a score from you. Yankees five three. Four one Yankees. Four one Yankees. Uh, I'm gonna go three two Yankees. Ooh, that's a tense. I take it like we're three nil up and Chappie gives up to <laughs> <laughs> I can I can feel I can feel myself clenching just saying that already, just yeah. at the just the, at the at the very thought of it. But I mean one way or another we just gotta be happy and um uh, however ungrateful people and I've seen a lot of people saying how they didn't want us to make it and we've had these conversations. Yeah, I, I, I'd I rather was, I'd, I was I'd rather be didn't want us to, but I really do yeah. know how close. Yeah. <laughs> you'd, 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 you'd feel even more miserable uh, if we hadn't done yeah. it. And you've got to feel sorry for the Mariners. And we all know Bernie. And God love him. You know how close they've, they've actually been. So let's let's see how let's see how it goes, and we will hopefully reconvene after that game <laughs> and <laughs> to get, to, to get spanked to, off the off the race again <laughs> to be to, to, to various degrees of help stop up if we're at the end of it uh, yeah exactly and this is this is the thing isn't it you're just delaying the inevitable it feels yeah, like it does um, feel that way yeah but but good god uh that's one of the reasons why we love the game i guess that's uh let's just put ourselves through that so uh has any of you chaps got anything else you want to add tonight yeah no Oh, no, good. Be good. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, um, hopefully, although we've we've gone on a bit as we're prone to do, um, yes. good show, chaps. Thanks for joining me, and uh, I'll see you on the side on the other side. Let's go Yankees. Let's go Yankees. Go Yankees. Yankees.